episode three. No. Am I right? Mm-mm. Four. It's four. four. <laughs> it's four. Okay. Awesome. We've made it four episodes in. I'm really, I feel like we're getting our groove. Mm-hmm. We're having fun with it now. Not that we weren't before, but it was just a little Stiff. intimidating. Yeah, making sure everything's working. I'm sitting in a new chair because I can't sit at that desk any longer. So yeah. now I'm going to try this out. We'll see how it works. We'll see if sound. It looks to be like. Yeah, I, I figured something out with my mic and I'm just so thrilled. It, my mic was turned up all the way. Yeah. So that's probably why you were catching all of Miranda's. Everything. Everything. Yeah. That reminds me. I need you to send me again. This is Sony, right? The mic. I feel like it's Sony. I think it's called something blue. Oh, well, it's a Yeti. Yeti. Blue Yeti, I think is what it's called. So I'm going to have my husband do some research that he can take information and learn it. Because I feel like all the numbers and stuff, I'm like, hmm? Information of what? Like this, like learning this mic, so I, I'm using it correctly. Does yeah. that make sense? Because I clearly oh, wasn't. So you want to send him like the mic that we have, so that he can read up on it. So yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm following. Yeah, so I guess to give some context, last episode Miranda did a ton of editing, and we were just hearing a lot of like background sound and uh, just just normal like breathing things like that and Mm -hmm. we're trying to uncover what that could have been so that's why we're talking about just this being a process and hanging out with us until we really nail this down I know over time we will get to you know to be really really good and I think it's we're gonna look back at these and laugh and probably be kind of cringed out but it's all about the journey, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, everything is cringe to somebody, so. For sure. Yeah. I'm okay to feel cringy, you know, mm-hmm. looking back on things, so. Well, what's new with you? Uh, it's been a while. It has been a while. Rachel had some company last weekend, so we are recording a little later, but um, let's see what's new. I had a doctor's appointment today. I'm getting surgery. We can talk about that in a minute because that's going to lead perfectly into, like, it's going to be a perfect segue. Yeah. No, and I already know where you're headed with that, and I'm already prepared, my love. Wait, on that note, she gets on here, and Homegirl has, like, brand new fucking lips. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let me just speak for just one second because it is really hard. I know someone's going to relate to this. It is really hard to be siblings or sisters with someone who's so gorgeous and then you look at yourself and you're like wow I'm just this ugly rat I don't know what you're talking about you know Rachel when I was growing up everybody came up to me and told me that you were the prettier sister so like I don't know what you're talking about there's no way that that's the truth it is I think that's a lie like vivid memories at least five of them saying you know your sister's the hot one right and I'm like yes I know I feel like they were just fucking with us because I probably heard the same thing I don't think you did but no I I feel like you and I look so similar it's like impossible for me to tell the difference sometimes see I feel like we look pretty different so I don't know if I completely agree with that I want to make sure oh yeah my echo cancellation is on so we is yours on Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Anyways, this little hoe got some filler, and it looks so good. And it's funny that you got some. I know. It looks really good. Looks- it's funny you said that you got some because um, I've been just, like, really thinking about it, and I really want to get it. I just want to keep the integrity of my lip shape. Do you know what so, I'm saying? I have the same lip shape as you do. We have a real strong Cupid's bow. Yes. And they, like, so you go in there and the first thing they say is, like, we're keeping that. Like, we're not, we're not getting rid of your Cupid's bow. They want you to have a Cupid's bow. That's really good news because I really just mm-hmm. want volume. But right. keep my shape. Mm-hmm. I almost want to just get it done wherever you're going because I feel like they are doing it right. She would love you. 
She would absolutely. And because you told me, like, did it even, like, what did it feel like? Did it hurt today? Um, a little bit this time. So if uh, the the numbing wears off as, like, because they have to wait, like, 30 minutes. And, like, if they wait just a little bit longer, it might hurt some more. The center is brutal. Like, what does it feel like? Kind of like a, a little bit like a harder vaccine. You know what I'm saying? So like like getting a shot. Yeah. Like a, like getting a shot basically, but imagine it's your center lip. So like, yeah, it's not that bad though. They numb it. It's really not that bad. Like on a scale of one to 10. Oh, like nothing. But again, I've had kids. So like really (laughs) pain ain't nothing at this point. (laughs) God. Okay. But anyways, yes, I want to get them done. Now I'm entertaining your chick. And She's great. She'll love you. Maybe I will get them done when I come for your birthday. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. She, and it's uh, there's a price difference here, I think, in St. Louis versus Austin. I think there's like a premium charge in like bigger cities. That's yeah. Probably. You're probably not wrong about that. And I only get like half a syringe. I only want half a syringe. Yeah. You only need half a syringe. I swear. It's Do you get any cool. in your bottom lip? She, I think a little, like a teeny bit. So my goal is to like make my face more symmetrical. So basically we're kind of just evening it out. Not getting a ton of volume, just making it more even. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. So. I don't know where I see that your face isn't symmetrical though. It's very asymmetrical. 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 Yeah, Yeah, it's asymmetrical. I feel like I don't see where it is lacking symmetry. Um, and yeah, but no, it. Uh, it. She's done such a great job. And there's another lady there. She is incredible. And I also, um, I don't really want to talk about this much today. But we can like just touch on it. So I get Botox um, here, and I you do, I do because well, I we should grind point my where teeth. you're getting it. She gets it oh, in yeah. her masseter, mm-hmm. and I uh, this is where I get it to uh, for migraine prevention. And in, uh, let me tell you, it is night and day. And then I also in the forehead for, but I don't have it right now, as you can see. Like yeah, but the. Botox for migraine prevention is truly something that I will be like, like my insurance is going to cover it from here on out because I have really bad migraines. Oh, is that like, that's true? Yeah. So basically if you're somebody that holds your, like I'm somebody that like I'm tense all day, like I'm just like, and if you like grind your teeth at night, like I do, uh, if you hold your jaw tight during the day, like when I'm driving, my jaw is clenched. Mine is too. That's why I want to get it. Yes. It will. You, dude, the difference. I thought that it also like helps with like snatching your jawline. Um, I don't know. I don't really. But I don't know if that would make sense because it's not filler. It's just going to relax the muscles. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I don't see why you would need it. Do you want a snatch? Do you have a snatch jawline? Not really. But you do. I would get, like, maybe some filler, you know, in my cheekbones to have, like. I only know one person with cheek filler, and she got it for free, and that's mm-hmm. all I know about it. Yeah, I mean, I probably would never do that. Like, the lips thing is a stretch for me. I mean, I've had, I have Botox on my forehead, and I'll probably always do that, but. The relief I get from Botox for my migraines is truly life-changing, so. I think it's just interesting that insurance will cover it. We'll see. I'm working on it. My current primary care provider, she's, like, the one lady that just, like, listens to what I'm saying and, like, believes me. I feel so fortunate, but she's on maternity leave right now, so I'm waiting till she well, gets back. Um, I have one thing to share with you, and then we can jump into today's topic. How does that sound? Go for it. Yeah. Cool. So I think I've been like sharing, like lightly sharing on social media, 
kind of sharing with you. I have shared with some friends, but I've like really just have not felt like myself, like from just like physically don't feel great, less like really lacking energy, really lacking like things that used to bring me joy didn't like, you know, just aren't really doing it for me anymore, blah, blah, blah. Just, and I think a lot of it is coming from just a confidence thing. Like I just have really have had really negative self image, like just a whole, a whole host of things. And for, oh, whoops, for a while I was really against, because I, I, this is a part of a deeper problem that I don't really want to get into that I was experiencing last year, just like gut health and um, like hormone issues and things like that, but have since like been resolved. And since then, I just haven't really like post those issues, haven't felt like myself. And I was avoiding avoiding and maybe even convincing myself that I could like put myself through a cut or, you know, try and like lose the weight that I had gained from like these hormonal issues. And that's just not the case. So I swallowed my pride, hired a coach who I've admired for many, many, many years. I think she's, she's probably the inspiration I had for getting like being a coach myself. So I feel so confident in her abilities. She is very aware of gut and hormone support. Um, she's part of a, like a very reputable coaching company. And I'm just really excited. We're like three days in and I just feel, I almost feel like a sense of relief just by having her handle it all. Do you know what I'm saying? Like she has got my back. She has the plan. I don't have to now I have more room for other thoughts. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have to be the one to steer that ship. She can steer the ship for me. All I have to do is execute and learn from her and, you know, put put forth my best effort. So I just, I already feel a sense of relief. I, uh, she's already just very different from other coaches in terms of the plan and things and the the focus, like I'm placing a huge emphasis on uh, whole nutrient dense foods, a huge emphasis on fiber. Like I'm eating, I'm at maintenance right now, but eating so much more um, fats and carbs and it just feels really, really good. So that's why I wanted to share. I just feel even just like three days in, I feel different, even like energy levels and I'm just excited to start to feel like myself again. I wanted to, I turned 30 this year. So I put that in there. I was like, hey, I'm turning 30 this year. I want to feel like, of course, I want to look my best. And not, not that I don't look good. That's not what it, this is boiling down to. It's more so just how I feel. I want to have energy. I want to be excited about waking up in the morning and that's not that I'm like depressed or anything, but I definitely am someone who, if I'm focusing and striving towards something, putting my health at the forefront, it, it is just a huge catalyst for change for me. Sorry, a bad time to cough. Well, I'm really happy that you are taking this stressor that was clearly causing you stress and putting it into somebody else's hands. That's exactly what I thought of when you were saying like you're, she was handling all this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel. It's just a huge sense of relief that I don't have to take it on anymore. Like I don't have to, right. you know, she, and that's the point of coaching too. It's like accountability. It's like, I wasn't able to hold myself accountable. I was struggling to come up with a plan that made sense for me, given mm-hmm. like my hormone history, my gut health history. And it didn't make sense for me to continue to guess if, especially if I want results to happen fairly quickly and within a time frame of like, I want to feel great for my birthday. Well, that's like, you know, six months away and being just very cognizant of that. And yeah, I just feel, I feel much better so far three days in, take it with a grain of salt, but I'm just, it feels like a step in the right direction. Well, you manage other people's health 
Right. Yeah. Right. So I can imagine managing your own and theirs is challenging. I have a hard time managing my own just on my own. And I think I, I follow a lot of coaches and they all have coaches. Even the ones that have like hundreds of thousands of followers, they all have coaches. So it makes sense yeah. to me. And I Definitely. think that there's like a, a little, I don't know if it's pride. I don't think that's it. But like, you think that this is my job, I should be able to handle it myself. But I completely don't ascribe to that. I think that allowing somebody to look at you objectively and like make decisions for you, because sometimes making a decision for yourself is like the hardest thing that you can do. Amelia, you need to go. You need to go. Go find out. Thank you. Go find out. She looks so cute. I could cry. I don't know why she's inside right now. She was soaking wet. She's just a baby. She's five. She's just a baby. (laughs) I could cry. She looks so cute. Mommy. I know. And she's like, why aren't you talking to me? And I'm like, I can't talk. You shut it down. You really I had did. to. If I if I give her just an inch of like, what's going yeah. on? Yeah, she would walk straight in here, and she's soaking wet. Oh, okay. So you were like, got go, yeah. I was like, you gotta go. Like, go find dad. <laughs> oh, I don't know how I... she got past the front door or the back door. That's funny. Um... Well, I'm happy that I think that that's a step in the right direction, like you said, because there's it's hard to manage your own stuff again because like you have to be able to look at yourself objectively and clearly we can't do that oh I know (laughs) just talking earlier (laughs) you know it's so funny too you said that like I also I'm this is my accountability um for y'all that to hold me accountable to this I am going to watch how many times I say like because I'm annoying my own damn self all right (laughs) anyways I was talking with a friend who was listening to our podcast and she too was just like really relating to the whole scale conversation and just looking at herself on the note of looking at yourself objectively is we just have this, we have a contorted sense of our own reality and how we are perceived versus how other people perceive us and it's it's exhausting and if you feel that way you're not alone i think majority of women experience this or feel this on some sort of level and i i don't think i don't know if it ever goes away i I truly i i almost think that it's just over time you quiet that voice and you start to reframe the thoughts into positive thoughts Yeah, it's also about finding the root of that voice. That's what I'm working on, is finding where it comes from and then handling it from there. And the way you handle it might vary from person to person. And that book that I sent you like a year ago, There Is Nothing Wrong With You. Oh, yes. that, That book. That book is something different. It really... And if, if you're taking a holistic approach, if that one's a great book for you, I needed a little bit more than meditation, but some people might get a lot just from meditation. And that's kind of like the basis of that one, I think. Pretty sure. But yeah, that book is so great. What's it's, it called again? There's Nothing Wrong With You by Cheryl Huber. Nice. Okay. That's a good recommendation. You did send me that. And I'm going to make one comment and then let's get into today's topic. But Miranda, I just want to say, like, I just want to applaud you. I just said, like, damn it. (laughs) Anyways, I want to applaud you for your efforts into improving your mental health and making it such a priority. Thank you. It's a priority. Just it wasn't a priority until I had got pregnant. I would have not done any of this if it wasn't for wanting to stop a cycle, you know? Yeah, definitely. I just want to know that I want you to know that I see you and I see the hard work that you do because, man, I've tried therapy and it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. And for you to be so persistent and having huge breakthroughs is just, it's really inspiring. Thanks. I just love you. I love you too. I uh, I appreciate the uh, acknowledgement, acknowledge, 
acknowledgement because it, it was not easy for a while, but I got a pretty good grip on it now. And it feels I like feel like you're in a really good groove. I am. And I just wanted to stay here. And uh, this last recent breakthrough that, that was like two or three weeks ago was just something different. And um, it helped a lot. It was weird. So weird. It's so quiet up here lately. It's yeah, absolutely it's, it's probably relaxing. <laughs> it's so strange. <laughs> okay, so I know you have some news to tell us with something that's coming up with you tomorrow. Yeah. Why don't you tell the group what's going on? Yeah, so uh, basically I am getting some surgery on my butthole. Okay. Just some you, casual butthole surgery. Can you explain for the group here what what this is, why you're doing it? Because even when you told me, I was so confused. I'm pretty sure it's called a sphincterotomy. And basically, I will be getting surgery to slit my butthole open and loosen the butthole and allow the anal fissure to heal. Because I have neglected my butthole. Well, how does that from happen? Labor. From labor. Okay. So I I guess I tore my butthole during labor. Someone take a shot for every time Miranda says butthole. I really want you to. I'll say it even more now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, okay, so you got it from delivery or labor delivery, all the same, whatever. And did you know something was wrong or when did you start to like feel that something was wrong? I felt it, I think, oh gosh, I don't know. It probably started hurting like maybe six weeks postpartum. I really don't know. Like I honestly, I, I feel like I've just lived with it for so long. I've kind of forgotten like the start and finish of it, if that makes sense. Yeah, but what made you realize that, like, I've got to go get this figured out? Mm, honestly, I think it just got to a point where it was just absolutely unbearable. Like, I've just been on, like, a slow incline, and I was just, like, expecting it to, like, get better. Because, like, all this research that I was doing on my own was, like, it heals on its own. It heals on its own. So I was, like, betting on that. But, you know, after, like, two years, it's probably not going to heal on its own. <laughs> Do you have solid shits or do you have diarrhea all the time? I have solid poopies. Okay. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad that you are taking care of yourself and finally doing this. I'm sure surgery is... Are you feeling nervous? How are you feeling about that? I'm actually starting to get terrified because I'm going under. Like full-blown, are they doing... So when I got yeah. my wisdom teeth out, they put a... like. The anesthesia is in your, like, intravenous or whatever. They do it through the vein. Um, how are they doing it? Do you know? I think they're going to, yeah, she asked me about my veins today. And okay. I can't wait for them to, every time I go and get my anything done with this vein, they're like, wow, you have such nice veins. And little do they know, that makes me want to die literally why <laughs> because it freaks me out like I'm just now getting comfortable with getting blood drawn and every single time I sit down they're like wow you got nice veins and it is such a creepy thing to hear. how have you had two kids and you're just now getting comfortable getting blood drawn don't you have to get it blood your blood drawn several All times time. throughout pregnancy yeah mm -hmm. yeah and it wasn't until like the third to last time with my last pregnancy that this lady, she was so good. I didn't feel a thing and she was done in like seconds. And I was like, so maybe I'm not the problem. <laughs> That's funny. Actually, I can so relate this chick. I've, I've had like bad experiences too, but the last two times I've gotten it done were okay. The one, the most recent one that I did she used a different technique and I was like, I didn't even know you put a needle in my arm. It was that Correct. Way. Like, yeah. where are these people? 
I know. She was Where great. are they hiding? And she took so much blood, too. I was like, damn, girl. And I don't feel woozy or nothing. Interesting. I wonder what she did. That's what I... That's, like, how that that time that I she was, like, so great that it changed my perspective on it. So I've just been hoping to get that every time. Well, as I was, like, you know having enough time to like sit and think about the fact that I'm going under anesthesia for the first time in my life and it's like all I can think about is the fact that like what if I'm awake and like I can feel somebody literally tearing my butthole open wait you've never been under before no okay so I did for my wisdom teeth it's actually the most like it is wild it is wild. So no, it's a, in a good way, Miranda, like all of a sudden you're counting, they're going to tell you to count backwards, like five, four, three, two, you're fucking smacked out. Okay. So mm-hmm. you're out and it feels like right away you're up again. Like it is, it's, it's wild. Like you, you lose three hours. So it works for you and it also works for dad. So I should be Okay. Yeah, you, you'll be fine, I promise. The only thing is, if you go into this and you have, like, that anxiety feeling, like, before, when I was getting it done, I was s- starting to cry, and I woke up hysterically crying okay. because I was just, like, so freaked out. So don't freak yourself out because you will wake up, feel like, freaking yourself out. That's terrible. I. It's not bad. Like, you, you, are, you will wake up and you're out of it you're like what happened what's good but it's like it's it's something to experience but don't like don't worry okay so that's what I've been pondering for the last like six hours and I also need to like clear out my colon but I also can't use an enema why can't I thought you used an enema the other day so I tried and Mm -hmm. the saline was burning my butthole so bad it was the worst experience of my life. I was like on the ground in the bathroom shaking. It was so painful. Oh my God. Literally yeah. terrible. So and what did they want like, you to do to clean out? They told me to take Dolcolax and I took it and I'm like waiting for something to happen. Oh, it's going to happen. I hope it doesn't happen at like 2 a.m. <laughs> You're going to have like really intense cramps and then all of a sudden have to shit yourself. So Yeah. So I'm basically waiting for like this poop to come and I'm like, hopefully it doesn't come <laughs> when we're recording. <laughs> Wait, when did you take it? Uh, when did I take it? At like 2.45. Oh. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I'm... Fingers crossed. I am just... And I took a stool softener too. <laughs> just like freaking out about just, this when this happens when you are blowing up this toilet just please text me i need to know what's going on i want everybody that's listening to this to know that when you're actually listening to this somebody's working on my butthole at <laughs> <laughs> you yeah that's true you're gonna have to be like they're gonna have to you're gonna be in a gown they're going to be all up in your shit. I'm going to be face down Bye. at our table and somebody's going to be just oh, tearing God. up my butthole. You know, well, not under um, the circumstances that I wouldn't mind, but... Is Vito taking off work? I have no idea. I've tried to talk to him about, like, what he's planning and, like, I just... It just happened so fast because, like, the appointment that I had scheduled was yesterday. Like the follow-up appointment to the beginning of the, what, you know, figuring out surgery. So that was yesterday. So we haven't really t- had time to talk about it. What time is it at? Isn't it at 12? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's at 12. So he's probably going to drive me and uh, pick me up. I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know about, like, they have the room reserved for, like, less than an hour. Okay. I guess. Hmm. Well... Um, thoughts and prayers going to Miranda. Think about her when you're listening to this. Send her a DM. Send me healthy butthole vibes. Yeah, please. Please do. 
Well, I guess that kind of like gets us into what we wanted to talk about today a little bit because we've, we both have just been feeling called to even just talk about this topic. I know I do as working with, um, with women online to help, you know, prioritize their health, their wellness, things like that. And for you from like the postpartum space and Mm -hmm. not only that, but just having a family, having kids and we see it so often. I see it a ton with moms that I work with and even just other women, women who don't have kids in general, having a hard time putting themselves first, prioritizing themselves. And we just wanted to riff on this because I I don't think you and I struggle with this much at all. And I don't, I can't uncover why that is. I, I'm not sure if that's something that we were taught growing up to always put ourselves first. And actually, now that I'm saying it out loud, probably, because <laughs> I think we were, we definitely had um, a mom who did put herself first and you know, <laughs> not in the best of situations, but, <laughs> but that's probably where we got it. I was not expecting that to be so funny. Yeah, I don't know why. No one's going to understand that joke. So <laughs> I didn't even, it wasn't even a joke, but I'm dead ass serious. Oh my. Um, sorry. Sorry. That was, that's a joke that I think only you and me and dad will laugh at. But anyway, you're correct yeah. there. I also think it is a learned thing that I had to figure, had to figure out, out what that. The thing is, is like prioritizing yourself does not equal selfish. Does that make sense? That does make sense. And I that's the message I definitely want to send is prioritizing yourself does not mean that you are being selfish. It's actually mm-hmm. the quite opposite of that. Yeah. I think most people have heard that you can't pour from an empty cup. And that's the perfect explanation of prioritizing yourself for you to show up for your family for your coworkers, for your job for whoever you need to show up for in life you cannot do so if you are completely depleted if you are not taking care of yourself I agree and I you know I, I hear I hear the question all the time like what did you do to get where you're at physically speaking and it's literally as simple. And I don't say this to patronize anybody at all, because I understand how challenging it is to be a mom. But the answer is literally, I just prioritize this part of myself, because it makes me a better parent without getting to the gym and just like, you know, beating myself up there, not mentally, but like, you know, pumping the iron. I am such a better mom after because I have worked out all the things that I need to work out. And the people that benefit from that are the people that, sorry, I want to show up for, if that makes sense to you guys. No, it does make sense. And I think you can speak with conviction in that too, because it's the truth. It's the truth. Like you have to you have to be able for you, for, for example, for you, if you were not to do these things, how would you show up as a mom? Correct. And this doesn't even mean that like, it's just going to the gym. It's like, whatever it means to for you, the individual. Yes. Correct. For me, it's going to the gym for uh, my neighbor down the street. Maybe it's her taking a bath for an hour every night. I have no idea. But it just, it looks different on everybody. You just need to find out what it is that allows you to fill your cup up. Yeah, no, I agree. The way that I see it is that, like, we all have this idea of, like, what that amazing mom is. Like, that mom or that girl, right? The thing about that girl or that mom, they prioritize themselves. That's why they are so... uh, Captivating. Yes, 
And that's in order to be that mom, because I feel like, you know, I'm going to call myself that mom. Like I, I do a lot of things for my kids and I do a lot of things for myself and I do a lot of things for my husband. And in order to do that, I have to make myself important to myself. And even for, I think even for me too, when I don't feel like I'm on top of my shit and and whatever that is, if that is with work, with my own, what whatever I need to be doing at work to prioritize myself, whether that is prioritizing myself physically, mentally, across all spectrums, I cannot, I cannot focus on anything else. Like I am it, truly, it is a domino effect for me. If I'm not putting myself first in those situations, I cannot show up and be the best friend, sister, wife, you name it. It's so hard for me to not be able to not be able to show up. Like I, I, there's just no other way around it. I think even if I was putting everything into one, another person, I would lose I would lose what would make me, me like losing. And you've, we've even talked about this, like losing your identity. Oh yeah. Losing mm-hmm. Your purpose. And, and it just becomes really hard to go back to you'll, you, you wake up and you realize like that just that you're like, what happened to this person that I once was who had all of these hobbies, who had maybe all of these dreams to do these things And you wake up one day and you're like, who you just have like a, almost probably a, uh, like midlife crisis. Like, who am I? You are exactly correct. And I think that's what people experience after when they give birth, they have poured themselves into this baby, literally everything that they were went into the making this child. And then once it comes, they're like, I don't even know who I am anymore. And that's the truth. Like you got to rediscover yourself and that means prioritizing yourself. And that means when you are postpartum in those fragile six weeks after 12 weeks, you have to remind somebody in your life needs to remind you to prioritize yourself. That's how I see it. And that's how I got through those weeks. So yeah, prioritize yourself. I'm I'm hearing reframing. I think it's something to take away from this from just what we're saying here is taking care of yourself is not selfish in any way, but another way to think about it is to reframe how you approach prioritizing yourself. I think working out is the best the best explain like example of this, especially since that's just usually what we talk about in our personal lives with people that we have these conversations with is making time for the gym and making time for the gym, prioritizing yourself and deciding that you're going to do that. You have to reframe it. Who would, who does that at the end of the day impact? If you can make it to the gym and you have a great workout and you get in, you know, get in really good shape. Well, the domino effect of that is, okay, you've got more short-term effects, more energy, to be present with your kids um, or more energy at your job. And the long-term effects of that is, hey, maybe you actually have a better health uh, health history, right? Like longevity, and you're able to be around for your kids a lot longer. And you're able to run around in the backyard when you're, you know, 40, 50 years old and not feel winded. Or in the same sense for somebody who doesn't have children, maybe that's that looks like you have all the energy to start a new business and a new revenue stream. And you've got the, the wherewithal to be able to, to handle those situations. So it's there's in the short term, you can see benefits, but also in the long term and being able to reframe it, it, cause then it really isn't about you. Right. So especially if you have children, like it becomes not about you if you are thinking of it in the, in the sense of, okay, if I can make sure that I'm working out and I'm prioritizing my health and prioritizing myself, well, I get to show up as a better mom because I can run around the the backyard with the kids and they're going to have those memories 10 years from now. 
or I'm going to be able to live longer and be able to see their graduation or see their first kid. You get what I'm saying. I think that even another example that has nothing to do with the gym is finding hobbies that fill your soul. So what that might look like to you or to anybody in that, that doesn't know what those hobbies could be, that means buying a sewing machine and it means maybe buying uh, some plants or it means, you know, doing research on to like what fashion styles you like and then just like diving headfirst into things that like fill out your soul. So I started getting really interested in fashion, for example, and finding new ways to make myself feel so good in clothing is something that I do to prioritize myself. And another way is uh, filling my soul by focusing so much on skincare. I love skincare now, and I love combining products that make my skin feel good. And then another example is you know, uh, setting up your bed to be as comfortable as possible. So you're getting the best sleep. Thoughts, Rach. Is that, I don't know where the the sleep came from, but I agree. Well, you were telling me that you and Chad have put in like so much into making your guys's sleeping environment, like as comfortable as possible. Yeah. And I always thought that was so fascinating. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, like, I guess it's putting your energy into something that is, like you're saying, like, filling up your cup, filling up your, like, it's good for the soul. Uh, mm-hmm. I completely wholeheartedly agree with this, just because I dealt with, especially if you're someone who has experienced burnout, experienced, and many people have experienced that, or just heightened periods of stress, you have to have an outlet. You have to have a sense of there's, I'm really bad at explaining this, but, and I have resources of people who can, who are really great at explaining this, but being able to tap into the different sides of your brains. So, you know, operating in such a logical part of your brain for the majority of the day, and then being able to get into a different side of your brain where you can just experience joy. Yes is just it's that is how you will be able to pull yourself out from those uh those feelings of those heightened stress being able to relax your body um moving into that parasympathetic state it's critical to make sure that you're doing like those soul soulful healing activities like you like you mentioned too i know for me i that looks like reading that looks like i was really into uh what is it like coloring, uh, coloring books. I love doing crafts there for a while. I was making like Christmas, uh, Christmas signs. That's super fun for me. And I really enjoy it. And I can just get into this state of just relaxation and flow and it's fun. And it's just, it's, it's activating a different part of your brain to get you into that parasympathetic state. I think that's fantastic that you brought that up. Cause I was I totally forgot that like doing creative things is just so nice and you feel so good after doing it. And it's really, it all starts with like picking up a pen and paper and starting to draw and then go from there, like find new ways it's that so relaxing. to be creative. Yeah. It really is good for you. And again, that's just one singular yeah. way of prioritizing yourself and it, it looks different on everybody. And I, highly encourage you especially you mothers prioritize yourself i promise you will be better for it your life will be better for it everything falls into place after you do that and then honestly what i think happens is if you start prioritizing yourself other people around you will probably start treating you even better because they're like realizing that like you're taking everything in your life seriously i hope i'm explaining that okay you are. Stop saying that. You are saying that okay. <laughs> We're I following. feel like I have half thoughts and I try to formulate them into a full sentence. So, yeah, I think when people realize that, like, this person is like, I think they just see you differently. Like, I, I, my husband is, like, enamored by the things that I like 
when you have like an identity, they, they like love that. Absolutely love that. I love telling my husband that I have just finished this other book, which that puts me at like book now 23. I've read 23 motherfucking books this year and I Damn, can't stop. Miranda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me when you were like, did you know that Sophia Ritchie got married this year? And I was like, no. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm too busy fucking reading books. <laughs> yeah, I uh, haven't stopped reading books. So it really, it changes from person to person. I implore you. In fact, I'm forcing you. I'm forcing your hand in prioritizing yourself. And it doesn't have to look like going to the gym as much as I think that it's important and I love it myself. You don't have to start there. Start by what I do, like Googling Vogue and looking at what's in style, which reminds me, I was Googling, uh, I was Googling, I sound like an old lady. I was on the Google (laughs) and so I'm looking at Vogue and I'm like, what shorts are in style? this year and the shorts that are in style this year are like these tiny like little bikini shorts that are like super low rise but they're like cover like half a butt cheek and then the other style is like these massive dad shorts nothing in between so we're just mixing the 90s with the early 2000s great it looks yeah i was like raging at how because like i like to like what i like to do is like figure out what's coming this season and then picking and choosing what I like. And then nothing. I like nothing this year. So So when you were going and trying to pick and choose, you found nothing. It was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. I don't want these big old, like literal, like dad shorts. Like I just imagine like what dad wears, which is like cargo shorts and like, Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I'm not huge on shorts. I do wear them just because it gets hot, but it's not my, like, as I'm packing for Hawaii, I have more dresses and long pants, like wide leg pants, and I'm not wearing many short outfits. Like, that's just not not my vibe. Either, and I try so hard, but I'm telling you, dresses are the way to go. Dresses are comfy, they're flowy, and flowy pants. Mm. Flowy pants are my jam right now. They're so They feel so good. They feel good against no. your skin. And then shorts are just like, they dig, and they dig, and they <laughs> dig. And it's just uncomfy. I'm currently, I, I do have a, a gym win, okay? And oh, it has sure. nothing to do with a PR I wore tiny shorts to the gym. Damn, girl. I have never done that. It was, I was with my bestie. So, you know, she's like my number one hype lady. So that was good. Thankfully, she was there. And I was getting checked out. And I was like, where's my ring? It was uh, it was pretty cool. It was really cool, and I am looking forward to the nice weather to do it again. And I bought yes. some shorts more. Um, that was like kind of like holding me back a little bit. Not that like you need to wear shorts to the gym, but like it was something that was like just plaguing my brain. I don't know why, and I was just scared to do it. And then I finally did it because you know when you have cellulite, you're just like. It just like sits in your brain, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, I totally get that. And I mean, I've experienced that my entire life. So for you to share that huge win and just even, it's just a huge breakthrough in and of itself. So I think that's awesome. I'm really proud of you. It's liberating, truly. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I don't want to go through this summer wearing leggings to the gym because it gets to 100 freaking degrees here and it's humid. And I, no, I'm not wearing leggings in that weather. I'm not doing it. And it's really hard to, like, find shorts that fit me right because, like, I found a pair that fit my legs. But then, like, the gap in my waist is, like, literally, like, three inches. And I'm like, 
what am I doing here? So I got to pop out that sewing machine that I bought. You know, I bought that sewing machine a week before the kitchen renovation. So you want to know where it is? Where is it? It's in the basement. <laughs> in a box. <laughs> you need to pull that bad boy out. I do. So I can start stitching up the shorts that I buy that don't fit. <sighs> okay. Well, I think we can wrap it up on that note. I want to... Well, obviously, send Miranda a DM wishing her good luck in her surgery, sending her posy vibes. She's going to need it. And then Positive also, vibes. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm also inviting anyone who listens to this and feels like they are not in a place where they can prioritize themselves or they listen to this and they're like, you bitches are fucking tone deaf. Please send us a message and let's just talk about it. I I would love to hear your point of your point of view, your thoughts, and I, I maybe I can challenge you or maybe you're gonna you know open me up to a new perspective, myself or Miranda. But we definitely want to connect with you. Please send us DMs. Uh, please also give us feedback on the pod. We are more than willing to listen to feedback. We want this to be to continue to evolve we want to continue to provide value but also just show up and have conversations so please let us know what you like what you don't like and don't forget to follow and what else do they do on that like it the episode yeah you gotta like it you gotta follow you gotta rate it you gotta answer the polls and then you have to answer the question And then you need to email me and tell me that you like my hair. And then you also need to email Rachel and tell her that you like her hair. Okay. If you can do all of those things, I'm going to send you a Starbucks gift card. And then show up at my surgery with a sign that says, good luck on your butthole. We're cheering for you. And that's it. Okay. I honestly, I just, I love watching the support roll in. So thank you to the people that are supporting us you're all really cool i think it's super rad and i can't wait for us to get really fucking good so i know i know yep so stick along with us i promise we know we're gonna be pros by uh in no time i I know Mm -hmm. that so this time next year we're gonna be the best (laughs) yeah i'm crushing it so we're gonna wrap this up have a great uh, weekend because y'all are going to listen to this tomorrow and we can't wait to catch you the next time. Bye. Good night. Have a great day. Love you. Bye. Bye.